And we're back. Man, welcome to the Mother Day edition of One Point. Motherfucking view. Man, uh, Mother Day is coming up Sunday. Man, you know, uh, for this show, we're gonna, uh, we, we're gonna reminisce. We're gonna do some, uh, Dear Mama type of, uh, conversation tonight. Because when I was coming up, raising children were different. Because there were a, a high percentage of fathers still in the house. So it wasn't a one-parent job back in the day. And uh, our mothers, as you very well know, we have fathers. But when you see uh, basketball players and they on TV, who what they say? I love your mama. A lot of them don't mention daddy. You know, daddy get mentioned every once in a while. But uh, it's mama, you know, when you was a kid. And, you know, they gave you crayons and they told you to draw something about your parents. You know, most people draw, I love you, mom, you know, and they put it up on the refrigerator and shit like that. So our mothers, man, uh, for children, um, the connection that's there. There is nothing more stronger than a mother's love for her child. In humans, also in animals, they will protect their children to the death and um, mothers do the same thing. And it doesn't matter what the danger is. They protect their children, okay? But, like I said, back in the day, uh, motherhood was different. And it was, they were doing more with less. And back in the day, they had more children to take care of. When you're talking about the demographics of a black family, You were talking anywhere from 5 to 12 to 13 to 20 kids. Yes. Big families. Immediate families. I'm not talking about cousins and aunts and aunties and all that. I'm talking about my grandmother had 12 children. And at times, she did it as a young mother. Surely, you know, she had, uh, you know, friends came over, did. But the main job was being done by her. And she reared and she taught and she gave uh, advice. And she, I mean, she was the matriarch of our family, meaning that we had parents, but what? I used to call my grandmother up to mamas because that's what we we would say. That's where we're going. We're going up to mamas. So that became her name. It wasn't grandmother. It was up to mamas. But up to mamas had a hierarchy over our parents. If your parents did something wrong, you wouldn't tell your grandmother. It was going down. So I, I didn't only have one mother. I had two. Because most of the times, grandmother was babysitting us, and she was our mother. 
meaning she had all the same, you know, powers that my mama had, and sometimes more. If you did it your ass whoop, you got it whooped. If you were hungry, you got fed. If you were thirsty, you had something to drink. All the same duties of a mother. So she became my mother too, almost sometimes. At times, more than my mother, you know. Because she had to work, and that's who was raising us. So I have, I have so much, you know, appreciation for what they've done. And that's often what we mistake as the generation that they raise. A lot of things that our mothers and grandmothers done, we said that we wasn't going to do that. We said that we wasn't going to treat or deny our children what we felt like we, how we were treated and what we felt like we were denied of. And that was a mistake. And if you're if you're from the seventies, you know, sixties, seventies, eighties, even nineties, there was a certain respect that you had for your parents, especially your mother. You didn't cuss in front of her. You didn't, you know, she told you to do something. You did it just like you were five years old and you might have been fifty. I still do what my mother say and I still try not to speak ill words, you know, in her presence. Because that was, was, you know, instilled in me. They used to call it respect of your elders. But now we jump into our time machine and we come up until today. And motherhood looks totally different. The respect of mothers are totally different. I have witnessed, you know, young kids. I'm talking like from three. No, I'm not going to say an age. I'm going to say from speaking. From the time they learn to talk. I've seen mothers think it, it was cute in the beginning. That the baby said, you know, fuck this shit. It was cute. Well, you filmed it and you uh, TikToked it. Then he, when he became, you know, to understand what he was doing, you did not think that he was going to say, fuck you too. And at that time, you realize that you can't handle this young man. But you let him practice this behavior in your face and you did not stop it because you thought it was cute. And you killed your own respect that that child was supposed to be raised with. I love my mother. And I love my sisters when, uh, because they are mothers. Because I know what was provided to me by my mother. And it's totally different what young men and women get today. You may disagree with me. But it seems to me that this generation of mothers are more interested in being their child's friend. 
Yeah. Y'all want to TikTok together. I see uh, TikToks where you got the mother, the, the daughter, and the grandmother. And they all, you know, doing their thing. As friends. Which is understandable. Because when COVID happened, happened, they shot us back in the house with our wives, with our husbands, with our children. And we didn't have that time away from them anymore. So when there was no uh, connection there because mothers were going to work and fathers were going to work and the time that was spent with us, You know, times were different. Things weren't moving so fast. So our parents actually had time to realize whether it was before work or after work. I remember, man, if my mom said, if you don't wash them dishes, when I get home tonight. And we would be like, well, she ain't here. We're going to keep on playing. And went to sleep without washing them dishes. But because my mother was never off her job, you in there sleeping good. Oh, all of a sudden you feel some shit that feel like lightning. Pow, pow. Yeah. Mama whooping you out your sleep. I mean, uh, that's a uh, uh, stanton card, uh, kitchen spoon, uh, uh, old school leather belt, the quarter inch thick one, fly swatter, uh, 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 the, the, the iron cinching card. Hey man, we got whooped with some shit. Something that you young people don't have the privilege of experiencing. Because that lets you know that there's a higher power. And uh, you're going to have to mind somebody. My mother taught not only me, but my brothers and sisters this. And I, and I seriously believe that we were just as, you know, curious minded as you young people are today. But we didn't have technology to uh, dilute what our curiosity was about. We wanted to know how to use our hands. We know, wanted to know how to grow stuff. We wanted to know how to be athletic. We wanted to explore our talent. And the thing about back in those days, if your mama came to the game, she was wearing your name. That's my boy. And you looked up in the bleachers and, yeah. Where I'm from, you know, football was very popular. You know, they, they actually backed their team. Lufkin, Texas, LP to everybody that's listening. Purple and gold, baby, forever. Class 89. And there's never been another shine like that. And it was because we had mothers and we had parents and they backed us. Because what we were was a, you know, depiction of them. 
because we had fathers who played basketball. We had fathers who played baseball. We had mothers who did this. And we had, yeah. And we didn't want to fall short of where they set the ball. And this, uh, this thing to where, you know, somebody can make you feel bad over a telephone. Man, what? Where somebody could change your way of thinking over a telephone. We were built different and our mothers was would steal these things in us. And the information that we got wasn't technical. You didn't have to go to YouTube. You didn't have to Wikipedia. You didn't have to ask Siri. Don't fuck with them white folks and get your ass in this house before them lights come on. Simple. I ain't going to explain to you why. I don't want to know your emotions about it. I don't want to hear, uh, you know, your the Freedom Act of Children and all that. I don't want to hear that shit. I'm going to tear your ass up if you, if you don't follow those things. Damn what you think. See, because now what we do, we leave our children to their own destruction. Because we don't want to step in because... Most of y'all are afraid of them because of the first verse in this here uh, preaching that I'm doing. Y'all thought it was cute at first. But then when you became the bitch out of a nigga that come up out of your body, up out of a young lady that come up out of your body and you had to change your life to bring this child here. You couldn't go to the club no more. You couldn't be with Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Sally, Sue, and Mary Jane. You couldn't do that no more because all of a sudden you had a responsibility. And for yourself, you're going to allow respect to be absent in your rearing of your child as a mother. So I am so happy for every stinching car whooping, a fly swatter whooping, or a kitchen spoon whooping, or those switches that they made you go get and leave the two leaves on the top where you can hear that strike coming. I am thankful for that. Because it saved me from myself. And Mother's Day, even though it's another made-up day. It's not a special day. The, day. the day your mother decided to keep you as a child. The day she decided not to put that clothes hanger to you. It was Mother's Day. And every day after that, as soon as you get that understanding of who fed you when you were helpless, child, 
who took care of you, who cleared your nose with one of those little squeezy things or blew in your mouth to blow it out your, who did that? Who wiped your nasty, stanky tail? Ooh, boy, you ain't smell uh, shit until you smell baby shit. But somebody overlooked that and looked at you as the miracle you were. And I dare any of you young Negroes or you young black women's to say something foul out of your mouth to your mother, even if the only thing she did was give you birth. She gave you the opportunity to be here. And after a certain point, that opportunity is yours. It's no longer what mama or daddy did to you because you're only uh, uh, speaking the same avenue that you're going to have to take. Who's going to say that you was ill-equipped to be a parent? What you going to do to stay away from that? I remember, man, I was, you know, I wasn't bad, but I made some bad choices. And my mama told me, hey, I hope yours be just like you. You know what that meant? That meant the same thing that I took her through because you don't understand it. You will have to live it yourself. You didn't want to take my advice because I've been there. Meaning that I suffered that for you. That's what mothers do. Man, I've seen mothers and I've had cats who I know did the crime. I'm looking at them do the crime. Police show up, taking them to jail. You have to call their mama. Mama so-and-so-and-so did this and he, he, he down there in jail. What's the first thing they say? My baby, oh, uh-uh, my baby ain't did that. Them folks is trying to railroad my baby. Y'all know it's true. And you know the great thing about a mother? Some of you niggas don't even deserve that, and they do it anyway. In the hope that what they do will help you and change you by showing you unconditional love. And that's what we're doing tonight, y'all. We are appreciating mothers. And I know some of y'all have uh, problems with your family and your mothers and your daddy. But I can tell you something. One thing that you cannot get a refund on or exchange is time. There's no getting not one second of that back. Your busy lives, if you ever too busy to call and check up on your mama, then that life you live in is wonk, wonk, wonk. You live in a, 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 a no bucks and no whammies life. If you hold something against your mother, 
because she probably had an argument with you be, uh, because you with June June or were you with Pookie or Black. And you want your choices to be accepted. And your mama was with your funky ass daddy. And you know. Who you with is familiar. To her. And she's trying to warn you. But you, you make your own choices. And then you'll go and you'll hold that against your mama. For what? Mothers are the reason that we are here. Whether they kept you, whether they raised you well, whether they did what you wanted, whether they made bad choices, you got to the age of where uh, the baton was passed to you. And you knew that because you had already told yourself I ain't going to do my children like that. My mama, my parents was hard on me. Because they knew who you were. They knew uh, if you took your uh, ass out there with that big booty and, and them nice breasts at the age of 15, 16, 17, one of them old niggas was going to fuck you. Yes, they was. Some, most of the times it was your a family member. And your mother protected you from that. Why you think she wouldn't let you sit in your Uncle Charlie lap every day? Come here, young girl, sit in my lap. Uh-uh, uh-uh, Charlie. I don't allow my children to do that. You were being protected. And some of y'all blame them uh, for that happening to you, and I'm sorry for that because, it, it yeah, that, that happened too. But we have to start taking accountability, people, for these things and, and what we allow and how we allow our, our spirits to be spoiled because of those things like not talking to your mother or not talking to your daddy or not talking to your cousin or not talking to your son. You are fouling your spirit. Because this culture uh, of uh, thinking that everybody cares about you. You know, people be online crying and going on and telling their business and people be hitting them in their DM. It's going to be okay. Do this and do that. Blue, 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 blue. Man, all you have is your family. When it comes down to it. The more the merrier. All you have is your family. And to my brothers uh, that have lost their mothers, man, I feel you because it's a fear that mine is still here. I've yet to have to feel that type of pain. And I'm so grateful. And I let my mother know that I am grateful to her. And, I, and I'm apologetic to uh, my road that I took to get here, but I'm here. And I understand uh, what you provided me and who you are to me and who you've yet to still be uh, to me. I still need my mother's help. And I'm 51. I've had to go home and, you know, uh, 
uh, you know, reboot and get it back together. And I had a home to go back home to because my parents are still here and they still provide me with, you know, serenity, a place to go. I can still get college collard greens, collards. I can still get mustard, black eyed peas, and my favorite, uh, chicken spaghetti, which my mother only have the recipe. I still enjoy these things, but my heart goes out to my viewers that, that, that their mothers have made the, uh, uh, have ascended. Because I don't care who you get with or who you marry. Sometimes our mates get close and they remind us of, of our mothers because how they take care of us. And that's that that's that building block of that different kind of love. When you have a love of your mother for your your mate and she sues you and she tells you it's gonna be alright, and then she tells you just like it T I is apostrophe X. But they'll never be your mother. It's only one of those. And because it's only one of those, you cherish that, right or wrong. And they have earned to be taken care of in their uh older lives when they when they need taken care of they've earned that i know for my mother and my grandmother they earned every piece of love that they got every piece of respect that they got we still talk about my grandmother because she affected it and was a part of all of our lives not not only all of our lives she was mothers to to children that didn't have otherwise. When we sat at the table, our plate was just as full as the neighbor's plate. Yes, sir. We didn't make fun of them, told them they were poor, they didn't have no mama. They became our brothers and our sisters. Dear mama, real so looking at the demographic of motherhood today man it's it's wild it's so wild because uh you know having a man in the house is actually you know not promoted and all of a sudden uh, we have all these requirements to be a man. Now, back in our day, uh, those requirements were important because those people had a hard life, a hard living. They wouldn't pay the wages that you young men and you young women are paid today. They didn't have the technology, the vehicle, clothes, or all these extras that 
you young people need. They, women back then, they did they have. Y'all know about that? Doing your hair. You know about straightening combs. You know about uh, 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 dog mane grease. The mane grease. That's. You understand me? And and they did they had. They did they nails. Back then, makeup was only made for really white women. So, you know, when you wore it, it was like a you know church thing or you know something, something uh, extra, you know, celebration or something, you know. So most of the time when you see mothers, they were natural mothers. And that whole importance about keeping up with, you know, the next person on how you look, uh, that didn't exist. Because there were more pressing things. I got seven niggas to feed. And seven niggas to keep from killing each other because they live in the same house, sleep in the same bed, bunk beds. I got seven niggas to learn all their personalities so I know what the fuck going on. Man, it was a hard job being a mother in those days. Hard job. You know, we have one and two kids nowadays or whatever. We worried about when they go outside, that one child. What if you had 12 leaving the house at the same time? Think without cell phones, without emails, without, you know, GPS. Think about that and know just how different motherhood is now. In my opinion, I think a lot of mothers treat motherhood as a mistake. And they go through the whole motherhood, be like, you know, you fucked up my life, whole ass nigga, just like your goddamn daddy. And you speak to a child like that, you speak about his father like that, and what happens to that child? What becomes of his uh, thoughts and his reaction to other people other than you? How he's going to treat his, you know, females in his life. When he sees somebody that actually has a father, is he going to resent you when he finds out you lied to him about his daddy? Just because, you know, he got tired of your ways, that blue hair, the club, your friends, them swistles, them percocets. You understand me? And this nigga you keep saying is your friend. Because that's what y'all do nowadays. There's no loyalty in motherhood because it's uh, 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 the kids are not protected in what y'all do nowadays. Multiple partners coming in and out of your house. That's something that 
Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't have to suffer that. Y'all leave your children with anybody. Y'all allow anybody in your house. I've never in the last years. I've never seen the amount of children that have been murdered by. live-in daddy, not the, not the father, the live-in daddy, or been murdered by their own mother. Because they go through the whole motherhood feeling like it was a mistake, not a blessing, not something that's going to represent you long after you're gone, a mistake. So today, on one point motherfucking zero we are appreciating mothers whether they did a good job mediocre or however they chose if they got you to adulthood especially for us of color if they got you to adulthood all those in-between things that you remembering, they got you all, you know, at the psychiatrist and getting therapy, man, get up off of it. Your ass is in the game now. Let's see how good you do. And we can see the results of motherhood out here. I'm not hawking on women. I'm not hawking on motherhood. I'm here to celebrate it. But we can actually see the results of where motherhood drops off and then you have to have the other half. And because that other half is missing, mothers have done a wonderful job. Hey, a wonderful job. To the point of their knowledge. But for young men and even young women, because their fathers is the first guy they fell, fall in love with, young ladies. Yes. It's, it, it, it's detrimental, but that's why they took us out of the house and left the mothers to fend for themselves so they can come up with a slogan like, I can do bad all by myself. No, no, you can't. Because you've been doing bad this whole time. It ain't like you just gonna start doing bad now because you refused me or they came up with programs to, you know, take me out of the house. So you're just going to make up a slogan. You're not going to fight for me. You're just going to leave me out there. Now, what that remind you of? House nigga, field nigga, your old lady in the house, I'm out here. Same program. But mothers, man, mothers that I remember, they invested themselves in their children. You know it. They took you to the school. They took you to get your shots. They enrolled you in this. And they enrolled you in that. They took you to the, to the dentist when you was uh, being fast. And you went and got some claps of the crabs. Your mama had to take you over there and tell you, yeah. Yeah, y'all remember it too.
something happened to you, you knew who showed up. Yes, you did. And you could depend on it. Them folks up there messing with you up at the high school? Okay. Yeah. That was handled real fast. Some of us knew it too. I wish she, uh, yeah, I wish she would. My mama gonna come up here. Sometimes your mama will defend, defend you against your daddy. Yeah. You tell her, hey, uh, uh, don't be, you know, treating that nigga like no baby. And we be soaking it up. Because I still get to enjoy old school motherhood. And if you young uh, mothers and you mothers who are trying to do this single thing and continue to pretend as if you could do it, you know, effort, effortless, effortlessly, let's get that right, effortlessly, then you're wrong. You're lying to yourself. Because when that young man becomes a man, he's going to need something other than a mother. And that's what I'm thankful for my mother for, because she stayed with my father. And I'm pretty sure he probably gave her a reason sometime or another not to do so. But they continued to provide me and my siblings with a two-parent home through whatever they were going through. I am so thankful for that. I am so thankful that I was a part of that generation that not only got to see my mother and how she did it, got to see my grandmothers also and how they did it because we were raised together. You know, my uncles were like more of my brothers because we were raised as a village, you know. And I'm thankful for that time because all of what I knew from comedy, uh, those were characters that I met being a big family. I can only imagine, imagine, you know, the way we were back then. Because you could actually get away with things because it wasn't cell, cell phones and cameras everywhere. You know, the people that told on us was our sister, cousins, and brothers, you know. Yeah. I can only imagine what it was like. And because they chose to do it, you know, that's where I begin to understand. And any fault they may they may have made, I can think of fifty more that they could have made. But most of us got to where uh, the choice was ours. You know, a lot of uh, y'all became mothers. And got to see exactly what motherhood was. 
And it depended on if you paid attention or if you thought the way you did it, you know, if you got pregnant early, you wouldn't listen in any way. Some people plan to get pregnant early, but most of the times it's because you did just what your mama told you not to do. Take your hot tail out there and be manish. Or fast. Or hot. So you're going to, they got to learn what mothers suffered early in the game. Before they went to college, before they, you know, seen the world, before they did a whole lot of things that are available to young people nowadays. And it's like, you know, it's like motherhood now. If you're a single mother, then you got what we call a uh, son-husband or a uh, daughter-best friend. They're not your children. Because you allow them to make decisions that you go to work for to make every day. What they going to eat. How much they going to spend. Who can come to the house and who can't. You can't date because they going to kill, kill you know, the nigga. Because he in a gang. You know. I've actually seen young men tell their mama, fuck them. And they a whole just like, you know. Oh, man. And you could, you could, you could act as if you hadn't either. But it's so random. I know you have. And it's shocking to know that the respect of a mother has fell so low to the point where, to the point where I don't know why women continue to, to agree to those terms of being a single mother. It's just too much, especially too much in these times that we are in. where you need a strong unit right now. So my advice to those who don't communicate with their mothers and have an issue with them, I suggest uh, either doing this broadcast that you make amends because you could never repay what the ultimate gift to you was. And that was you to get to this world. If you call yourself uh, being defiant and going and being a doctor and think that defies your mother because she did this and she, no, that don't defy her. That gives her every right to take credit for whatever you done because she brought you to the Stargate and allowed you to stay alive. Because the fact is, the fact is, uh, I, the numbers might be slightly different because of the law is different, but 5,000 abortions were given a day. I'm sorry to say that. A lot of children don't make it here. 
They never get a chance to complain. They never get a chance to have a mother or father. They never get a chance to point the finger at anybody. They never chance get a chance to be great. They never get a chance to overcome whatever may come to them. They never get a chance to be the next president. They never get a chance to be the next R&B singer, rapper, philosopher, or scientist, or doctor, or, or inventor, or even the cure for cancer or AIDS. They never get to be that. Do anybody think about those children who would love to have a mother? But you are here on this planet, and if you're my age, or if you over the age of 18 and able to change your circumstances, you should praise the very ground that your mother walks on. So here on one point motherfucking zero tonight, I want to make that known that every mother that has made the uh, choice of bringing a life, you are exactly in line in what you did. Whether they disrespected it, whether they turned out to be bad siblings or bad children or a bad human being or a bad man or woman, you did what you were supposed to do. And after you got them to be an adult, you hold no responsibility to whatever they thought was your mistakes mother because I'm grateful for your sacrifice to me whether it be great small or in between or none I'm grateful and I know what you've done and I love you all mothers I love you and I respect you because one thing about it Whatever you are at this moment, as long as our Savior, our Creator, give you life, whether you want to change that, you can. If you want to make amends, you can. If you children out there that are not understanding the value of something as such as motherhood, you really need to reevaluate your thoughts. You really need to reevaluate actually what was done to where you can even be a complainant. <laughs> because, like I said, 5,000 or more don't get stopped at the gate. But you came here. So tonight, I just want to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. If your cat had uh, kittens, Happy Mother's Day to the cat. If your dog had dog, Happy Mother's Day to the dog. I want to give thanks and appreciation on behalf of those who don't know the value of their mother. I want to say Dr. Shep loves you here on One Point Motherfucking Zero. And we'll always remember the respect and the sacrifice and the love and the teachings that we still repeat today 
the ones who got it. You hear me repeating it to you tonight. That comes from not one mother, but two. Not two mothers. I had three sisters, so five. Because they all took on the responsibility of being uh, a mother figure to me and my brothers and sisters and siblings and cousins because we all had that look after each other's spirit. So I'm looking out for y'all tonight. I'm looking out for all the mothers tonight that done that damn thing. So when this Sunday comes, I want y'all to go get your big hat out the box, you know, your big hats that you wear at the church. Put on your finest threads and get ready to go to uh, Golden Corral, you know. That's what we take the mamas, you know, Golden Corral. <laughs> and be ready to, uh, you know, put your flowers in some water and relax that day. And look around at, at your family and, and see what you've done. And be thankful for the ones who recognize who you are. Because all mo mothers are incredible beings because they're able to bring somebody like me forth that can actually lay it down to you. You dig? It was a woman that created this. And I still get to enjoy my mother's laugh. I still get to enjoy her conversation. And for those who don't have that anymore, I feel you strongly and I love you. And the thing about my mother, she'll give you what you're missing. Ain't that, ain't that far-fetched now? That you can go somewhere else and eat soul food and people treat you like family. And there's no blood relations, you understand? This is what I got to enjoy. And we look at young people and we say, well, they got so much now. Not really. They ain't got no hot water cornbread. They ain't got them collards. They ain't got them collards with that with that with that uh salt bacon. Mm-mm. They ain't got them snap peas. They ain't got that. They ain't got them, 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 they ain't got them biscuits from scratch. Mm-mm. With that syrup to come out of that tin can. They ain't got that. You understand? These are gifts that our mothers and grandmothers gave us. And we did, we made a, a grave, grave mistake by not passing it on. But it's still there. And you still can pass it on. You might have missed the opportunity with your grandchild, your granddaughter, or your, or your grandson. No, with your daughter or your son. But with your grandkids, you can go ahead and put that, put that in their DNA. Because you're still a mother and your value will never go down. What you've done for us, the sacrifices you made, and your denial of our own demons. My baby didn't do that. That's the most beautiful thing. I don't care what y'all say. My baby didn't do that. And they'll go to their death 
giving you more credit than you give yourself. And that's why I love my mother. Because I started believing what she told me, that I'm special and God got something good for me. I couldn't see it at the time. Because my mother gave me support, I kept chipping away at it. Kept chipping away at it because I wanted to make her proud and I wanted to her to see me as she's always seen me, what I didn't see in myself. So tonight, I want to say happy Mother's Day to every mother out there, to all you mothers that's chiming in, to all you mothers that might catch this on a later show. Sunday is coming around, and I want my 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 most desire is for people who haven't been in touch with their mothers is to change that now. Some call it being the bigger person, but when you say unconditional, that's what came with your birth for you to have unconditional love for the person that brought you here. And there's no, because of this, I don't have that. No, it's none of that. That's what you call a birthright. I want you to do better with that. And I want you to understand if you hadn't had your own child and been through whatever it, it takes to raise one, then you're really tripping with yourself. So I want to say to Jeanette Shepard, my mother, I love you. And I want to say to Marcel Shepard, my grandmother who has made the transition and ascended. I still remember you and I love you. And I want to say to all you mothers out there, keep up the good work. You know, because there's no, nobody has a perfect score in parent parenting. Nobody has a perfect score. But keep up the good work. work. And maybe sometime Allah, God, or whoever you believe in, will bring us back together as a family so we can enjoy that type of parenting again. So until then, here on One Point Motherfucking Zero, man, is your boy, Dr. Shep, your host with the most. Coming back across the track, once again, my friend, I walked on water, I've walked on land. I got kings and queens that want to shake my hand. Who am I? My mother's child, Dr. Shep. Hey, man, y'all chime in. If you like the show, I want you to subscribe. We go live every Friday around 8.30, man. And I'd like to thank uh, my mother uh, company, uh, Black Earth Inc. And I also want to give a big shout out to my producer. You know what I'm saying? Kate, we know it's cute. You understand? And we got merch, man. Y'all go, y'all look at our merch. If you want to order some t-shirts, if you have any comments you want to leave or any ideas, Please DM me either on Facebook One Point Motherfucking Zero or download the app and go live with us every Friday. Now we're on uh, Spotify, we're on Facebook, we are on YouTube, and we're also on iHeart. So y'all chime in, man, and check out the podcast. And once again, to all the mothers, Happy Mother's Day! It's your boy, Doctor Chef. Take one of these and call me in the morning. And we're out.
Can't get a game from me. Shit, I got some change on me. Look into my eyes, move.